Hello, and welcome to Conversations Between Widows. I am one of the co-hosts, Tanya Wilson. And I'm your other co-host, LaSharma Jefferson. And we're bringing you weekly conversations about our widow journey. Our purpose is to provide our listeners with a window seat into how two young women who became widows too soon are navigating life after their loss. Our goal is to provide another support system to other widows on the same journey to help them feel less alone. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and shake your head profusely in agreement to what Tanya and I and our guests are talking about. So come on in and enjoy the conversation. Hey, Tanya. I just started a week, so how was last week? <laughs> oh, last week was uh, a little busy for me, but mm-hmm. uh, it was good. Kind of spent my working time between subbing uh, for a local school district and mm-hmm. also working as a librarian at one of our local public libraries. And uh, this week, I subbed for a second grade class in which there were no plans left for me as a sub. And so being a new sub, I kind of had been expecting, my experience has been teachers kind of leave plans, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for their classes when they're absent, you know, a day or two. But the teacher that I subbed for has actually been absent for quite some time. So there were no plans and I therefore was caught completely off guard. And so I learned the lesson um, as a sub, you know, to kind of go in there equipped with some age appropriate activities for the kids to do uh, when mm. I'm with them. So, you know, lesson learned, but mm. it was a pretty uh, hectic experience, pretty stressful. But um, other than that, you know, I was so glad when it was time to go to the library <laughs> the later part of the week. I was like, oh, God, I get to go to my happy place after those uh, two days with the the second graders. Mm -hmm. How was your week? Uh, It's been a week. The baby's birthday. Woohoo! Seven, right? Seven? Yes, he's seven now. uh, We had the cupcakes. He got the Optimus Prime. And he wanted to do like a arcade type of uh, birthday celebration on the weekend with his... um, well, a few friends mm-hmm. and family, so that's what we did. Even though I start off a few, it still was more <laughs> out of. I was like, "How did I get here? Like, how did this happen? How many yes. people showed up at the party?" It was quite a few. I I had to look and see. I think it was twenty adults, and we had Ooh. twelve to fourteen. Ooh. So yeah, oh, wow. But it's all good because you know everyone. You know everybody loves Oxy. He's a lovable kid, but it's still, and that wasn't even. All of everybody, you know what I'm saying? That was just me last minute. Everybody just beat up here. So, but he had a great time and the smile on his face for the most part, because he had times where he was not smiling. Oh. Because he didn't get his way. Okay, that's that seven-year-old stuff. See, that's almost like with the, no, what, he's in first grade? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he almost up with, the, with those uh, second graders I was dealing with. <laughs> They'd be having so many emotions. I'm like, Mm -hmm. 
you children? Like, why aren't you just happier about life? But, you know, kids today, they're going through a lot more, especially with this pandemic, Mm -hmm. you know, so they're encountering, you know, as many things that we're encountering as adults, you know, and they're trying to process all of this stuff. So it's a lot. So, you know, I, I can understand that a little bit. Yeah, and it's understandable completely. It's just I need him to be able to just navigate with what's going on or whatnot. Oh, I totally get it. I totally get it. And now, you know, it's funny because now, you know, you being a, you know, in this world of single parenting, and then we come up and we're still trying to do everything that we would normally do you know, when we were two-parent households, planning mm-hmm. birthday parties and, you know, managing your household and things of that nature. So that kind of brings us to what we're going to be talking about today. And, you know, side hustles. Like Nowadays, Whew. everybody has some type of side hustle going on. They do. And if they don't have it, they're thinking about it. They're trying to figure out what can I do to get some streams of income coming in here. Yes. Because it's I'm thinking necessary. About, I'm thinking about that right now for my 40th. How can I get more streams of income coming through <laughs> so I can have me a good 40th birthday? But there's other things. Bills. You know, you're oh. down to one income. You got your bills. You got to pay the kids. After school activity. Birthdays. Yes, and 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 those bills aren't going anywhere. No, nothing, they're not. Nothing goes anywhere. It's like Mm-mm. life does not care. You know that you have dwindled down to one income. You know the house still needs things, and even if you're not a homeowner, you mm-hmm. have even in apartments, you may not have to deal with the maintenance of things. Times so or no, all the time, rent is out of your control. If that yeah. apartment decides to increase rent. They don't care about the fact that, oh, she's down to one income now. Let's leave her one alone. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so you even have to deal with unexpected, um, you know, just expenses, you know, when your rent increases or utilities increase. Right now, they've been talking a lot about gas prices. Oh, Lord, increase- did you see the gas? <laughs> Now, see, we're complaining because now we're getting up there in the the higher threes, like three seventy nine, almost four dollars. Mm-hmm. Whereas people, when I was when I took that brief stop in um in Chicago, not Chicago, Lord, in California, mm-hmm. gas was showing five sixty mm. and higher in a part of California. Then when I got further into LA, I think I saw it in the fours. And then, of course, in Vegas, it was in the four. So they had already saw the price increase. So if they were already at five, imagine what their gas is looking like now. Yes. My son started, uh, he started doing a little bit of DoorDash uh, last week. And with those, when the gas prices started going up, he was like, uh, I guess my DoorDash days are are, are coming to an end. Why is that? Because he said he don't want. He, first of all, he was already complaining about gas prices before he started door dashing. So now with the prices going up, he's like, uh, no, because I'm sure DoorDash is not about to increase the rates that they pay. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, 
our wonderful uh, consumers who utilize DoorDash are not going to all of a sudden start tipping more, you know, Mm -hmm. because, oh, gas prices are up and I'm having this convenient service of food being delivered to my house while I sit up and do whatever it is that I'm doing. They're not Mm going to start, you know, paying extra money for tips. Everybody is kind of struggling, you know, living life today. So I definitely get it because, you know, you door dash and sometimes you don't think about the money you're making and then you have to turn right back around and gas up again. Yes. <laughs> you know, so I, I get it. I get it. You know, and look and imagine him. He don't even have no real bills to pay. Most of his bills that he's paying are optional. You know, like he has Hulu service. He has, you know, his PlayStation stuff. So, you know, and, you know, you got a lot of people out here doing DoorDash that are managing households mm-hmm. on their DoorDash income. You know, people then quit their jobs and they done made the side hustle that DoorDash was kind of <laughs> intended to be as their full-time gigs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So what other um, side hustles have you done? Because I am doing pure romance on the mm-hmm. side, even though I have not gotten off the feet like I did yes last year or the year before. Like last year, I was pretty good, but still was not as good as 2020 when I started off. Like, and really? this year, I'm having a you know a hard time because I think other things came up. You know, I started putting a little bit more time into like after we plan you know our podcast our content and stuff and then Mm -hmm. i get oxy done with homework and stuff my energy level is like i don't have my energy i was like oh my god the energy is not there anymore come on it's it's really a lot you know because um you know whoever started you know this uh the financial advice about the streams of income you know Mm -hmm. creating multiple streams of income they they told you to do that. They advised you to do that. But the part that I think was kind of lacking is how do you, um, you have to build that stream of income. It doesn't just happen. You create a business, the flow of income doesn't just automatically happen. You have to work that business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like every side hustle that you do, there is no avoiding work. Or, you know, income yes. comes from work. You have to put effort into it. You know, like this summer, I created, um, I started a hair business. I started a cake business. Uh, what else do I do? The main two things that I started uh, late last year. And it's, first of all, baking is super competitive. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It is a lot of people out there baking cakes, and even with hair, um, like I do, I wear sister locks, and so I decided to take the class to become a sister lock consultant. And I know I used to get tons of people inquiring about, you know, my sister locks. Ask me how many people have been inquiring since I became a consultant, and. <laughs> How you many know, people have been inquiring? Girl, not enough. Not enough. Lord. I don't know if it's because, you know, like maybe I'm not out and about yeah. enough because it's winter time. But yeah, I'm telling you, I started the business, but 
I have not really seen the fruits yet. You know, I bought business crime and when you, and then I feel like sometimes it gets really frustrating when you start a business because you first have to um you have to invest in your business. You know, like mm-hmm. you don't just create it and say, okay, come on, let all my income start flowing in. No. <laughs> you know, there are advertising costs, you know, if you need to build a website, then you gotta have your Instagram, you gotta have your Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, even though, you know, we do a lot of advertising online, you cannot negate the importance of business cards. You know, because right. I finally had to start uh, carrying my business cards, like in, even just in my coat pocket, because in in the instance when somebody does ask me about my hair and I say, oh, yeah, I'm a consultant, you know, trying to give somebody your phone number, they put it in their phone or whatever, that type of thing. It's like it's just much more professional to be able to hand them this business card. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a cost with that as well. And even though you can make your own business cards, like everybody is doing stuff on Canva, you know, I make oh, my business yep. cards on Canva. Guess what? But you, there's still a printing cost, you know. So it's just a cost of doing whatever type of business um, that you have. Because even like with the cakes, you know, I've tried. You know, you got to make the cakes even just to give out samples. You know, if you want to um, attract. Uh, you may be taking them to your workplace, you know, and having some different samples. That's the way to advertise. But that's still dipping into your supply of products, <laughs> you yes, know, like to just make some cakes so people can sample them. You know, that that's eating up, you know, what you bought to make your cakes to get the income in. So, you know, it is difficult to get it done. It really takes a lot of um, perseverance. You know, mm-hmm. to get these uh, businesses to be successful, you know, and I think we need more people when they're telling us the the end result, you know, like once they reach a certain success level. Right. We need to know, like, let's keep it real. Sometimes I've been thinking about starting a Facebook trend or just a, a posting trend, like keep it real Sunday or something. Like, let's mm. tell let's tell the truth of what's going on. Your business did not like you didn't start your cake business and all of a sudden you had 25 clients. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't right. work like that. There's some time. It takes time to build. And a lot of times when pe- they people kind of take that that away you know they forget that you have to build it and you got to have patience you know for it to happen you got to stick with it you know (laughs) yeah you do like it's just one of those that um yeah you got to have patience and if you don't have patience then it won't it just you know um it just won't work out you know like that's just the the bottom line and you got to humble yourself in the process because you'd be like i you know like you said you show it after it works you know show the the work that goes into it at least some of people don't like i do see like people i follow a mm-hmm. lot i see the struggles they go through and then i see how it flourishes it does require you to put money in your business mm-hmm. first, where you will take a loss before you take a gain and that's something that you have to understand. And I wouldn't even look at it as a loss. It's more so an investment. Investment, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you, one of the, the things I did, and I haven't really um, 
haven't advertised it yet because it's proved to be a little bit of a challenge for created an Etsy shop. And <laughs> you yes. created an Etsy. Okay. I created an Etsy shop, but uh, right now I only have one product listed on there and I have a, a ton of other things to list on there. But Etsy, I'm telling you, it is not as simple as like just taking a picture, uploading it, boom, you're done. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's going to take you about a good 10 minutes or so, or maybe until you get the gist of how, you know, you have to do, because you have to know the dimensions of your product because the way they do it, they build in uh, like the shipping costs mm-hmm. of your item. So when you're adding the item in there, you kind of have to, you kind of have to already know your packaging, what you're going to be shipping it in so that you can know that. But like I said, when you see people with these Etsy shops, you mm-hmm. don't know what it went, what they went through to get this Etsy shop up and running until right. you get in there yourself and start trying to, you know, maneuver that, you know, so I'm trying, it's just, you know, when you're trying to do multiple things, mm-hmm. you've got to be organized, you know, it's like, okay, you got to have a day for this, a day for that, a day for that. So the more businesses that you are running, you got to have set days and times to operate those businesses. And then you definitely have to keep your time to yourself because it's, it's a very stressful thing, you know, and if you're still raising children, you know, yes. you got to have your time and energy for that as well. You know, they have to come first, you mm-hmm. know, so these side hustles, <laughs> they are like little children, you know, they need time and attention you know, yes. to become what it is that you want them to be. I agree. It's yeah. a it's a lot. It's a lot. And you gotta you, you gotta have energy. <laughs> you gotta have energy for it. And keep the energy going. You gotta get your uh fan base up. You know, don't compare yourself. That's another thing when you're doing side hustles is that you got to stop comparing yourself. A, a good thing that's going on that I feel like there is a demand for is baked goods. Mm-hmm. Now you only was, you know, before you was limited to cake bakery uh, shops or your major grocery stores for bakery. So I love the 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 craze that's going on right now where everybody, you know, you know somebody that bakes cupcakes, you know somebody who does cakes and tear cakes and everything. So that's, you know, good that you have that. Like you said, the sister locks that, you know, that phase that's going on right now, the craze that's going on right now with finding somebody who does sister locks because that's an investment in itself. So mm-hmm. two people investing. You are investing your time because you're the one who's doing the hair and that person is investing their money because that is something that is long-term investments. Yeah. It's just, it's so many things in there, but you you just can't. Because it's times where you do feel guilty. You know, you do feel down, not guilty, but more down because you're like, man, why I can't get my stuff up? And so-and-so got her stuff up, but you don't know what they did. Yes, it's so, it's so, it can be very discouraging. Um, And you, you have to encourage yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. and just, you know, tell yourself it takes time. My time is going to come when it's time, you know, for this to become successful for me, 
Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to happen, you know, but you have to continue to do the work. It's not going to happen if you're not doing your part. Like I say faith without works is dead. You've mm-hmm. got to do your part. You know, so let's talk about some different businesses that um, people are doing. We've talked about hair. We've talked about um, the baking. Let me tell you what one of my co now this wasn't, she's not a willow, but one thing I love about this new generation of children, our new, our young adults, mm-hmm. they, I love how confident they are in themselves. They're very, uh, they take risks. You know, they jump out there quick with their businesses, right? So mm-hmm. I had a former coworker, her daughter was actually teaching people now how to do nails. Now she never went to uh, cosmetology school herself. Uh, she was a recent, she hasn't graduated college, but um, she went to college uh, one year. She came back after her first year of college. It wasn't working out for her, but she knew how to do nails. Mm. Pandemic. Young lady was doing her Zoom calls, okay? Teaching other girls how to do nails. And she was not charging little pennies okay she was charging like two hundred dollars to do this now with me i'm sitting because you know our our generation of people you feel like you have to have all these licenses and you gotta know what you're doing and they that's not how they think you know they don't think like that they just jump out there and say hey i know how to do something i'm gonna teach you how to do it or if i have a skill I'm going to um, monetize the skill. I was so proud of my daughter decided to start a virtual assistant business. Right. And, I, you know, <laughs> the way my daughter does stuff, she's a lot more spontaneous than me. I have to sit and contemplate and think <laughs> about everything for quite some time before, you know, like I finally jump out there and do it. But that's not how my daughter works. You know, she's one of the millennials, you know, so she created and she's very quick. You know, she found her, uh, what do you call the logo, logo on um, Canva. She created her name and yes. when I say she did this like in the matter of a week and I'm probably putting out on extra days, you know, but she did it and she put herself out there online. She's already had um she had her, her first long time contract. It's like a three month contract. And a lot of the stuff is doing things on social media, which is something that she's very good at. You know, she never went to school. That's just their, they're good at it. You know, and it's like, if it's something that you are naturally good at, you can monetize it. I have one of my sorority sisters. She is wonderful at gardening. Let me tell you, I believe last year mm-hmm. she might have gotten um, like her her garden at her home was featured in a magazine. So there okay. are people who are willing to pay her to come and get their gardens together. So it's like if you have something that you like to do at this house cleaning, people are paying for that service. OK, like busy moms, busy working moms, they are paying people to come and do their laundry, you know, or give them a deep cleaning to their refrigerator or not the refrigerator, just their kitchen. So if that's something that you're good at, you do not have to be a professional 
You know, you don't have to have, oh, yes, I've been cleaning houses for this many years. It's a side hustle. You know what I'm saying? So if you want to take out one Saturday a month and, you know, go to someone's house and do something that you're good at, that's something that you could probably start off relatively easy. Now, Tanya, can you tell us about, uh, because I know you hit me to the young lady on Instagram that does the, I know I'm going to say it wrong. I'm going to just call it the cheese and cheese and cracker board. <laughs> oh, charcuterie. Yes, see, I didn't even want to try to say it because I knew yes. I was going to say it wrong. Yes, <laughs> I uh, actually purchased one recently from R&B Charcuterie. I think I said it right that time. Charcuterie board. And, um, it was actually pretty good. Now, what I like about her art is it's all about presentation mm-hmm. and coordination with those boards. So you have your cheese, and these are like cheeses that you normally wouldn't really have on a normal basis. So this is like your pepper jacks. This is like your um, smoke cheddar, smoke applewood cheddar. Mm-hmm. Um Blueberry, I have seen blueberry, um, I want to say goat cheese, them type of cheeses. These are your specialty cheeses. Mm-hmm. So you start off with that, then you can throw in a fruit. Usually grapes is the preferable fruit that you use. Mm-hmm. And then you do your meat. Now you can go from pork to non-pork. So you have some where she has it where it's all pork. You know, she has beef. If it, You know, if the person has to have beef. She has the chicken portion of it. And yes, they do come because, you know, with some of those, you know, you had the little pork sausages in those boards, too. Mm-hmm. They actually have chicken ones that are in the board as well. And then you you go from there with your design. Like she takes the meat and make a rose out of it and put it in, in the packaging. Um, you can cut or trim your cheese a certain way with little shapes to make it surprisingly and then you know make it you know beautiful and tasty at the same time and then you add things like uh chocolate covered pretzels you know white chocolate uh purple you put those on the actual board i have used that over the holiday before i even purchased one you mm-hmm. know put that on the cheese board you can do the cut pretzels if you know somebody that really can bake, have them make um mac is it macarons? Mm-hmm. Macarons. Yeah. Yeah, will make a macaron. You can put a macaron or two in the board. I like that she does the seafood option now too. So for the people that don't eat any of those things but want seafood, you can. I think there's a vegan option. She those are the sky is the limit. But what makes the board is the presentation and then you got to use your shops like all these is a good source of finding these amazing spreads or cheeses that you never you know you never would use Italian uh, grocery stores will have them as well that make a good pairing of the different types of foods and then I noticed too that she does workshops. Like you said, the girl showed people how to make nails. Mm-hmm. She showed you how to make your own charcuterie board. Yeah, and so but that's with- the way to like you. And so she's adding um, additional, like additional services. Like you can up your services. You can do it for you. Now she's adding doing workshops. Yeah. And when is she gonna write a book if she hasn't already? 
Yeah, well, I can see that, and the fact that she is the sky's the limit, so she's coming out with different stuff, and you are able to combine services. So she has one now where it's the charcuterie and paint with a twist. So you can come paint with a twist and eat your charcuterie, or do charcuterie and do the paint with the twist. Like there's so much to it. You just have to open your. mindset to it it is real good when you can collab when you can collab and you have a great collaborative oh. relationship with somebody okay so so she expands so like what you were talking about the painting with the twist so it's somebody else that does the painting with the twist and then she's adding what she does and so they've collaborated is that what yes. you're saying oh yes. okay. yeah so like like take it for example for us when we we're you know we have our podcast right but we mm-hmm. have done collabs with people where we've been guests on their shows or we have done workshops yeah you know yes. to collab so you that's how you get that your your name out there and that's how you keep the momentum to be honest with you if anything else if you feel like oh I didn't gain no you know I didn't gain no viewership from that. You'll be surprised when you do a collab with somebody how much that goes a long ways. So, yeah. Yeah, because then you're being introduced to somebody else's audience. Right. You know, as well. So, you you can't go wrong with that, you know. Oh, yes. let's see what else. So this is tax season. I actually years ago I've always I've been doing my own. I still taxes. gonna miss Diane. <laughs> look, <laughs> I you look, but I I was doing my taxes like years ago. Um, I was doing my own, and I actually came to Miss Diane. You know, um, who you're speaking about? Yeah. When my life got a little bit hectic, you know, like when my husband was ill and. You know, it was just hectic. So I was like, you know what? Let me take something off my plate. <laughs> so I did. I started going to um, Diane, who's a CPA uh, here in the Detroit area. But I used to think about becoming a tax preparer. See what I, when I told you, I, I've always had ideas for, oh, I can do this or I could do that. You know, but I never wanted to like just start it and do it. But that's where your temporary story gets that from. Yes, yes, she does. But I just say she's a better executor than I am. And that's one thing that I want to point out with this. If you start something, because you're starting something on your own, you decide the timetable. I think what really kind of held me up was like, but do you want to do this long term? Like, how long do you want to do this? But if it's something that I was good at, you know, years ago when my kids were smaller, that could have been a temporary um, uh, new flow of income during tax season. And Mm -hmm. then I could have just stopped. If I didn't want to do it after one tax season, if I said, oh, well, you know what? This is not for me. Then guess what? You just close your... Like, this is not a lifetime commitment when you're trying out different businesses. You 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 try out different things and see if it works. If it works for you, keep going. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't work for you, then stop. <laughs> like we have, we have to let go of our mindset from depending on how old you are. Cause if, if you probably in that age of 25 to 35, you probably mm-hmm. already know you do not have to continue to do this particular job. I came from a generation where it was like, you get your job, you stay at that job. So right. it's like, you don't have to do that. You know, I took the sister lot class 
I will tell you when I have I have not done an installation on my own or an establishment, but even the time when I did my first retightening and I was on my feet, mm-hmm. let me tell you, you standing on your feet, I was doing the work. I wasn't tired while I was doing it, but it was kind of once I was done with the client's hair and I went and sat down, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's when I felt all of the work that I had been doing, you know, for yes. hours. And I was like, oh my God. I'm that's like, that's, the my, that, that this I is tell you, on your body. That's when you put in um, work into yourself. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, it was work. So even when I, when I thought about that, I said, well, you know what? I can do, you know, the sister likes until my body tells me this is not for you anymore. You know what I mean? But it mm-hmm. doesn't mean that I can't start that business and see if that's something that I would like to do. And it was also money well spent because any investment that you make in yourself, you can never go wrong. It's never wasted money because number one, you've taught yourself a skill. You know, if that's what your investment was, if your investment is taking a class, if you want to do cakes and you decide to go take a a cake decorating class and then you decide, oh, well, you know what? I'm not really going to do. I'm not going to do this. I don't really like being on demand, making these cakes and all of this stuff, because, you know, sometimes customers can be very demanding and they want stuff the way they want it. That might not be for you. You know what I mean? You might just Mm want to bake for fun. But if you invested and took a class, it was never a waste because you still now know how to do this particular, you know, um, this particular skill, you know, so it's not a waste. So like when my sister like class, I learned how to do it. So if nothing else, I can do my own hair. (laughs) So like right now I've been doing my own retightenings for the last couple of months. I'm saving myself a hundred. My lady was charging me $130 or $125 actually. I'm saving myself $125 a month. And let me tell you what I started doing years ago. I started doing my own hair before I had Sister Locks, right? So that was one way that I also added to my savings. If I started doing a service for myself that I used to pay somebody for, I would take that amount of money and slide it right over to my savings account paying myself. So back when I was going to get a press and curl and I was paying maybe $35, $40 um, every two weeks, I started putting $35, $40 in my bank and my savings account every two weeks. So that's a good way to even add to your savings. Or let's say if you're trying to create a vacation fund, Put some money up for, you know, whatever it is that you want to save for. You got a vacation coming up? Oh, okay. Let me do this and put this money to the side. I'm going to start. I'm going to stop. If you have a habit of getting your nails done, you know, that's your thing. I get my nails done faithfully every two weeks. And then you decide, I'm going to stop doing my nails every two weeks. I'm going to go and get into these press-on nails. You know, they have some really cute press-on nails that they're starting Mm -hmm. to. uh, A lot of people are starting to get into that you know number one is saving you hours from the salon (laughs) being in there all the time right you can also take the difference from what you pay what you were paying to the shop you were going to and compare that to what you pay when you buy the pack of nails and save the difference put the savings you know in an account for whatever you are saving for you know Mm -hmm. so it's all about being strategic 
And, you know, as widows, we have to be strategic and do some things differently, you know, with our lives to to make things easier on ourselves, you know, because we have lost that other income that we used to have. Right. And you just got to, like you said, pay yourself. I have, if I could master one of my self-care, and when I say self-care, my hair and my feet and my hands, I done made it. So that's something that I always struggle struggle with. But the way those uh, pedicure prices done creeped up, <laughs> that might be just a struggle that's going to have to happen. And I might have to just go ahead and get your feet done. But you can, like I said, there's other ways of pampering. They have the foot mask now from Target that we discussed before. That was really, really good. Mm-hmm. You got a hand mask that you can really soften your hands. You do your own uh, miniature facial, facial, not taking away from the spa experience, because I do agree that everyone at least once, if they don't, if they can't go three times a year, at least once a year, get a facial done. You mm-hmm. know, so there's other ways of you know putting that money aside, you know, for vacationing, or you know, like if you want a vacation, just learn how to do it. Like find a travel agent where you can pay on it. Compare quotes. <laughs> oh, you know, and speaking of, one of my uh, sorority sisters, she kind of made me aware, you know, how we have all these afterpays, you know, mm-hmm. like when you go shopping, you do afterpay. Oh, girl, that's a little way for me. Listen, yes. but she said, she said, that's how a lot of people are traveling. Like, even if you don't go, because I used to always think you had to go to a travel agent in order mm-hmm. to be able to pay on a trip. But she says a lot of these sites, like if you, let's say you book your airfare and hotel, maybe like on Travelocity or Hot Hotwire. I don't know if that's the name of it, but it was Hot something. But mm. they are now offering the uh, the afterpay. Now you're now saying something. I did not you, know that. Wait a minute. You're saying something now we just discussed travel. Right. <laughs> exactly. So that just, just popped up in my head as we were talking. No, so, yeah. that's a lot of people. I heard it. I think one lady was saying how to travel on, you know, for your trip on railway. But just to speak on the afterpay, I have used afterpay, especially on PayPal. I need to get some bras, and I am at a size. I'm in between mm-mm, the, mm-mm. the H and the J. I ain't going to hold you on. So we about to put our business, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to let you know. Me, you know, these, these, yes, mm-hmm. these are expensive bras. They come from, they're the European bras, and those bras, unfortunately, hold us thick girls in the breast area up a lot better and make you look a lot sexier. And, but and sometimes once, and you don't you go to those. You don't yeah. want to go back to the hand, ones, I mean, sorry. I, no, I'm gonna okay. say, uh, I you don't want to go back that too, though. And I'm like, you know what? I because I, I really owe myself a treat. I have not bought any. I haven't bought a bra since um from from those stores probably since 2020. And so it's time. It's like okay, I'm. I need to add some more to my repertoire. Go to uh, com or um, any any of the bra shops they have online. Yeah, I'm gonna check to to see if my people if they do the afterpay. Yeah, because when you go to pay, PayPal asks you, do you pay this amount now, or you can pay it in four installments? And I said four installments. You like four installments, please? Yes, (laughs) I just paid off my best friend's bracelet. I had got her a Pandora bracelet. You probably like, oh, that ain't Dutch, but it is when you got other things. Yes. And she had charms that, you know, and I wanted her to have her charms and stuff. So that, after those easy payments were done, 
they, you know, they were gone. You, you know, that was done and it was over with. But I, I do see travel being like that because even Delta is going to offer um, the railway option as well, which is going to be huge because Delta oh. is one of those airlines that are right. You want to, you want to travel on Delta, but your pockets be like, uh, I'll take Spirit, please. <laughs> more like Frontier Jet Blue, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Depending on what it is, like you, like more like train. I was like, what's Greyhound had? Depending on where you go, <laughs> but yes, now they might actually have the option to do layaway options, which is uh, 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 huge for them if they were to do that. So that's just something else to keep in mind as well. Yeah. So let's see. We touched on a couple of different kind of um, side hustles, you know, mm-hmm. for. Um, our widow community to tap into and honestly I mean the sky is the limit you know I mean and you know what's the other thing people like to do the YouTube channels you know you could even take your willow journey mm-hmm. to YouTube and create a, a channel and I would not be surprised if that really been it could be therapeutic for you as well you know talking mm-hmm. it out talking about what you're going through and then you might you might luck up and get you a lot of viewers and <laughs> you just don't know what can happen you know i think everybody wants to be a youtube star well not everybody but i think mm-hmm. that i think that society has made us believe that i could be a star you don't necessarily have to be a star, but you could be a person that looks up and people are attracted to your personality, your journey, how you are sharing your life with them. And you could start getting those those ads and, you know, and become something that you never thought that you would be, you know, yep. so you could write about it. You could video blog about it. I mean, you could write a book about your widow journey and a lot of people are writing books, selling them on Amazon or selling them at different vendor tables. It's a lot of ways to to make some money. You know, we, I think we just wanted to we wanted to share the, the different things that people are doing mm-hmm. and that you may not have thought that, you know, you could do. I know a lady. Matter of fact, one of the ladies who was in the Willow anthology that I participated in. Uh, you remember, I think you remember meeting Doris at the, yes. uh, the book release. Yes. She, she sells um, like soups. I've noticed on her Facebook page, you know, she makes batches of soups and sells them. You know, mm-hmm. tell people, hey, put your order in by this day. I'm telling you, whatever it is that you do, if you like to sew, if you like to knit, that's what Etsy is all about, you know, like creative, um, creative products, you know, that are out there. People are creating these Etsy shops and they are making money from them. You know, right. everybody, everybody likes unique stuff, you know, and I think it's a great way to put your natural talent to use. If you are a person that is organized, right? I have mm-hmm. a friend, she started a business. Um, I think it was called OCD, <laughs> OCD something, but it was for <laughs> uh, like cleaning and organizing. That's something that she's, you know, naturally good at and people are paying for these services, you know, so 
why not take advantage of it? You know, look, when I was at the job uh, teaching the second graders this week, I actually gave them a lesson about, you know, the difference between producers and consumers, you know, Mm -hmm. and how all of us are consumers. Not everybody is a producer, but we can be producers, you know, if we tap into, you know, our inner business, you know, woman. And it's in there. It's, It's a learned practice you know the more you do it the better you'll get at it that is true that is true you have the sky is the limit the sky is the limit and i I think this is going to be one of those topics that we'll probably be able to revisit because we know of some widows out there that um have turned their passion or or turned their pain into passion and are Mm -hmm. now reaping some financial benefits from it, you know, started businesses. We have a lot of widow coaches um, here that have started businesses helping other people get through Mm -hmm. this journey or, you know, like uh, Maya, I love her, uh, what hers is called, the Bounce Back Project. Yes. Or, you know, the Bounce Back, because that's that's what we're doing. You know, we're all, you know, we're pivoting, you know, life happened and we have to pivot and do something different, you know, so a lot of life coaches out there, widow coaches, life coaches, career coaches, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so it's about, you know, branding yourself and creating what you have to offer into something that people will pay for, you know, so right. get your creative juices going and start thinking about what am I naturally good at? You don't, cause you know, we were raised, go to college, go to college, get a skill. We were already born with talents within us but we just we didn't always take it and monetize it now we're we're in a time where you can monetize it sell it right from your um from your facebook page even if you don't want to create a a a website you could do it from your facebook page Mm -hmm. yeah i think that we will be revisiting you know this topic of side hustles for widows yes wow so i like to talk Until next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.